Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mental Health Monday is an informational podcast and should not be used to replace the specialized training and professional judgment of a healthcare or mental health care professional. Mental Health Monday can't be held responsible for the use of the information provided. Please always consult a trained mental health professional before making any decision regarding treatment of yourself or others. Self-help information and podcasts and information on the internet is useful, but it's not always a substitute for professional assistance. Unless otherwise noted, guests of Mental Health Monday are not doctors or licensed in any way. Our hope is to make a connection with you and be more open and honest about everyone's mental health. Enjoy the podcast. What's up? Thanks for checking out another Mental Health Monday. My name is Riggs from Riggs and Alley on 103.7 KISS FM. Before I get started, I did want to share something. It's a pretty big piece of news that happened to me this week. I was announced as the new chair for the Milwaukee Out of the Darkness Walk with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. This walk that I've been a part of for the last two years, I am now chairing the walk this year, October 13th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at Veterans Park. Stay tuned for all the information. I would love to have you there and be part of this event. If your life has been impacted by somebody who's died by suicide, if you yourself have attempted suicide and you're a survivor of that, or if you just want to support the cause and be there for everybody and be part of the camaraderie and the community events, I'd love for you to be there. October 13th, 2019, a new location this year at Veterans Park in downtown Milwaukee. If you're interested in getting signed up ahead of time, please feel free to do so and start raising funds. AFSP.org slash Milwaukee. AFSP, as in American Foundation for Suicide Prevention.org slash Milwaukee. Now, to the Mental Health Monday podcast. My guest this week, Dr. Anthony Paparo, an international best-selling author of the book Freedom from Depression, Six Keys to Eliminating Emotional Pain. His background's in sports psychology and kinesiology, He's helped both students and athletes overcome anxiety over tests and performance and deal with their depression head on. He's an amazing man and he's my guest this week for Mental Health Monday. Dr. Preparo, first of all, your background in sports psychology, how did you get involved with mental health? Unfortunately, I lost my uh, son to suicide after a long battle with depression. Okay. And after his death, um, I was obsessed with trying to understand how somebody who was so talented and 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 um, a hero to many people in his community uh, could end his life and not feel good about himself. How old was he when he passed? He he died when he was thirty six. And did he struggle with depression? Do you, were you know were there signs there? Was there anxiety? Was there was were there any? Was looking back because every time somebody you lose someone from suicide, I've lost three people now to suicide. You look back and you see little things here and there that you kind of didn't pick up on at the moment, but you can see in hindsight. When he was eight years old, he was diagnosed with learning disabilities, okay. and shortly thereafter, he was diagnosed with depression and had suicidal thoughts way back when. We got him help. We got him help for the uh, depression and we got him help for his learning disabilities and he seemed to do much better. Um, But every once in a while, 
certain events would trigger uh, the depression. And when he was a senior in high school, um, after an injury to his back that um, clouded his future in his mind, um, where he required surgery, I got a call from the counselor's office saying he was suicidal. Mm -hmm. And we got him back into therapy. That uh, tragedy was averted at that time, and he was doing really well until he was 36. Medication didn't work for him. It only exacerbated his his thoughts of suicide and, and violence. And um, while therapy worked for him, his schedule, his work schedule, kept him out of town most of the time. So it was, it was impossible for him to get to uh, therapy um, on any regular basis. And he started um, self-medicating with, with alcohol, m- beer, what a lot um, of people, what a lot of men do they start masking yep. drugs alcohol Absolutely. other things maybe gambling yep and when I'm not saying he was doing that but I'm just other things to, negative things to mask right and so for him that was the only thing that was that quieted the demons in his head and um, he was in the construction industry one of the owners of the construction company died and there was no will so there he was not at work for about three weeks um, while they sorted out the um, the will, he cannot just sit and be by himself because that's when the demons would get worse. Mm-hmm. And so um, it evidently just got real bad for him. And um, one morning he just shot himself. You you brought up his injury and the surgery. You, mm-hmm. Was he into sports? He did play sports. He, yep he he was very much into sports. He was. He was into soccer. He mm-hmm. was uh, an elite soccer player, um, and he wanted to join the Marines when when he got out of high school. And because of the back injury, they wouldn't. Uh, he was not allowed to uh, join the Marines. They would have. They said they wouldn't cover any injuries to him because of his back injury. Mm-hmm. So basically, we're telling him, "Don't bother." I've heard a lot of stories about this where men have a focus on sports or maybe getting in the military and then some sort of an injury gives them a setback there's an operation and then they're told that they can't do what they wanted to do and that's kind of a catalyst to a lot of these men and their depression what would you say to a man that maybe had something like that happen somebody that was into sports into basketball he's looking forward to going to college and playing college ball maybe going pro or anything like that and he suffers an injury now that's a setback how do you manage that and not let it spiral into a depression? Do you have any advice for somebody like that? Typically, we got to find other outlets for them that would allow them to be um, to remain in the sport. Maybe as a coach, doing youth uh, youth coaching, service work, because we know when we um, provide service to others, that makes us feel good about ourselves. Yeah. So those kinds of things can help. The other thing to do is because stress and anxiety are such powerful forces that uh, mediate depression and other uh, other mental health issues is to develop an understanding of what happens to you when your body goes into stress mm-hmm. and then have a toolbox of strategies that can deal with the immediacy of the stress and anxiety mm-hmm. um, so that they can um, overcome that effect at that at that point. 
Now you've written a book. It's uh, as an Amazon bestseller. It's an international bestseller. Yes. Uh, Six keys to eliminating emotional pain. It's freedom from depression uh, without giving it all away, obviously, because you would we would want people to you know obviously read mm-hmm. into the book. And I can't wait to get into this. Um, what are some of the things that you touch on in the eliminating emotional pain? I help people understand what what the stress uh, response does. The name that we refer to is fight or flight. Okay. When our body goes into fight or flight, certain physiological changes occur that while they can save our life if we are physically threatened, wreak havoc with our ability to function in everyday life. It changes our vision. It changes our um, the way we breathe. It also turns off our ability to manage our emotions, to remember um, facts, and to use our higher cognitive powers. And it, the nervous system does that because it it's under the assumption that our life is being threatened. And it's doing that to protect us because if our life is being threatened, we need to react right now, otherwise we're dead. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we need access to those things that help us function in everyday life. Uh, once you understand that, and there are very, some very simple techniques that can change those effects, one is vision, just closing your eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, allows the eyes to go back to normal. Uh, doing very slow, very deep breathing can eliminate up to 90% of those stress hormones. And there's some very simple techniques that we can use to uh, re-energize the body so that you're not feeling doom and gloom, you're feeling um, energized at that moment, and as well as to turn um, the brain back on. The science of applied kinesiology has some very simple techniques that can um, get control of those things. So a lot of these are self-help, almost self-treatment a little bit, because that's a, I think that's a big part of your own mental health. As, in addition to seeking out therapy and talking to other people and being open about it, there's a lot of things you can do to yourself and do self-help type things. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Even if you're in therapy, you're not with a therapist 24-7. No, you're not. And so there are, are times when the uh, stress and anxiety or the depression can affect you that you need to be able to do something right here and mm-hmm. right now. And so I've used the same approach that I've worked with athletes to overcome um, performance anxiety, students with test anxiety, to overcome the stress and anxiety um, and frustrations of um, mental illnesses very quickly and easily. You're starting up this, uh, it's a program called Man to Man? Correct. Yes. What man. can you, let's, let's talk about this because I, I appreciate your, your approach to men and their mental health because men are the worst at talking about their feelings for the most part. Now, what, what made you start this program? Is it, did it all st- also stem, stem from your son's suicide? It stemmed from my son's suicide. I became involved with uh, Prevent Suicide of Greater Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, I was asked to join the steering committee and I also am a um, member of the Wisconsin Office of Children's Mental Health mm-hmm. um, Resiliency Work Group. And um, Dr. Bob Dubois um, of Prevent Suicide of Greater Milwaukee came to me and he said, we really need to do something about the number one group at risk for suicide, which is middle-aged men. Mm-hmm. And so as we looked into it more, we decided that we would develop an initiative that would help men develop the ability to weather the stress and anxiety in their life, to make it safe for them to share their feelings and to develop a different um, definition of what it really means to be a man. Mm -hmm. Right now, to be strong, 
is to be silent and to hold our feelings in so that we can help others. The problem is that when we're under stress, those chemicals can accumulate in our body if we don't do something to get rid of them. So even if we're um, ignoring or suppressing the stress and anxiety that's affecting us, those chemicals are building up in our body and 75 to 90% of all doctor visits today are now related to stress and every single chronic disease in this country suffered by Americans is the result of stress. And so what we need to do is to be able to share our feelings, to be able to get those feelings out, those issues out that are affecting us in a way that allows us to remain um, strong. The other problem with not sharing our feelings and getting help is that we send an unconscious message to our children that either help is not valuable or we're not valuable. So even though we're not saying that, um, our children get that message. And so they could easily uh, give in to their own feelings of poor self-esteem and the stress and anxiety that's affecting them, not getting the help that they need and not developing the resiliency that's necessary in order to deal with um, everyday um, living. Do you think that men can help their children have better mental health by talking to them about their feelings and maybe using their kids to kind of bounce things off of? You know? Absolutely. And I also think it's very important that uh, men feel safe to talk about their feelings, to mm-hmm. find out what's, you know, really what they're experiencing and, and not being judged. And unfortunately, talking to our spouses many times can be detrimental because we, f- we feel that we have to be strong for our spouses and yeah. for our children. And we may feel that we're judged weak as a result of experiencing these things. If you're dealing with all these mental issues, how can you hold down the house? How can you possibly provide for this family? The fear of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so talking to other men is a very good way of being able to do that. There are a lot of uh, celebrities and, and athletes coming out now, basically letting the community know, hey, I suffer from mental health issues. Um, I'm getting help for it, and 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 I am still this strong person. Um, the Mankind Project, which is an international group, has a chapter here in Milwaukee, and they do a very good job of helping um, men share their feelings in a safe environment where they where they're not feeling judged, where they can say, "Hey, there's somebody else like me." And when you start realizing that you're not alone and you're not weak, and that you're strong by sharing your your of uh, your vulnerability and your um, and the issues that you're having with life um, that makes a big difference. I think there's a lot of strength in asking for help. Yes, I think there's a lot of strength in reaching out and saying I'm not okay. Can you give me a hand? I think in anything, even if you're putting together something at the house and you're asking for help, guys get that uh, that horrible stigma of never wanting to ask for directions yeah. and always knowing where they're going in life. And yeah. I think that you can kind of apply that to your mental health as well because you think, no, I got this. I know what's yeah. up with me. I'm gonna be just fine. I can handle it on my own. And a lot of the times you can't. Yep, and, that, and that's what I hear. I, I talked to a gentleman yesterday, he says, I can really, he says, I, I'm a former Marine. I can handle a lot of stress. Mm. I can handle a lot of issues. But as we talked further, he's going, oh, oh. So it it's not that these things are affecting me now. There's a constant buildup. 
build up, build up, build mm-hmm. up. And all of a sudden, something happens, and it and it's as if it happened all at once, and it really didn't. It was the constant buildup of these uh, stress hormones in our body that are affecting our health and our mental health mm-hmm. and like, our ability to perform. Well, yeah. So when you have a problem with somebody, you don't you don't bring up an issue, and you never talk to them about it, and then they say one off the wall thing, and you snap. Mm-hmm. So you're with Prevent Suicide Greater Milwaukee, which is a great organization here in Milwaukee. Um, what advice do you have to men who are maybe struggling right now that may be listening, where they could go, like a first step? They can contact uh, me um, at Tony at thepeaksolution.com and I can get them the uh, information that would be helpful to them, mm-hmm. the resources that they might uh, they might need, or to contact their their physician mm-hmm. um, or a mental health professional. I've noticed a lot of people that have said they're going in for mental health issues. I have a friend right now that went in for anxiety and he had to almost convince the doctor that he had anxiety. So he started, I noticed his struggles and his frustration going to the doctor and them saying, we don't think you have anxiety, you don't need medication for this. What if men are met with this roadblock where they know they have a problem, but maybe their provider or somebody they're talking to isn't driving with them correctly? Do you think they need to then go and see someone else or what would be the option there? Absolutely, I yeah. would I would seek a second opinion, um, seek somebody from Prevent Suicide of Greater Milwaukee because we could get them in touch with um, uh, professionals that would be um, more understanding. Stress and anxiety aren't understood. No. And um, we don't talk about these things because it is more profitable for us to sell you a pill or get you into long-term mm-hmm. therapy. Um, but uh, we also need to develop resiliency. And mm-hmm. we don't talk about how you develop resiliency. Um, we think that by just keeping quiet and uh, trying to maintain uh, what we're doing is is going to help us. If we just ignore the problem, it's going to go away. And then when you go out and you seek help and then somebody's going, well, I don't think you're you're having a problem, then... That's making the problem that worse. Makes, that's making the problem worse. And I'm yeah. not saying that somebody shouldn't be on medication um, or that they should be on medication, but medication can help, um, at least in the short term. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got to find somebody uh, who is sympathetic to them. Do you think some people are quick to prescribe and maybe misdiagnose? Well, most doctors are not trained in in mental health and so they know the medication so here's the medication unfortunately medication comes with side effects mm-hmm. um, with my son they just increased his feelings uh, his his suicidal thoughts and thoughts of violence and interrupted his his sleep because he would he was getting nightmares from them so it's not always the answer but it can certainly uh, add relief for somebody who is experiencing it and and doesn't know what's going on with them. Right, just know that you're not alone. There's always somebody out there to listen. There's so many amazing organizations. And I think, you know, uh, you're a great resource for people contacting you at the at the radio station yeah. or, or uh, um, Monday, uh, Mental, Mental Health, Health Mondays. Mondays. So I've had people listen to these podcasts that say I'm listening to somebody's story and they can relate to it and they reach out and then get help because they hear someone else's story because then you realize you're not the only one that has these issues. A lot of people have mental health. I mean, when you have one in four people suffering from depression, those are big numbers. Absolutely. And after um, the media 
um, buzz around the suicides of Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade, there Those was a two, yes. There was a huge increase in the number of people that sought mental health help mm-hmm. so it's amazing that that uh, you've you're the second or third person that's mentioned those two suicides that were very close to each other that made people go you know what this is something that i should get under control so i don't get to that point yep and there are a couple of um documentaries out that um, talk about the problem suicide the ripple effect mm-hmm. that's been out for a few years and there's a new one that came out just recently and it's local it's called hohen alone hohen alone is this about the hohen bridge yes and it's and it uh, premiered this summer or this fall at the Milwaukee Short Film Festival, and it's already won awards. And if anybody can get a chance to see that movie, it just uh, relates the um, the problems that are going on. Hohen Alone is which is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And um, the ripple effect, suicide, the ripple effect. Obviously, that was about Kevin Hines, the man that jumped off of the Golden Gate Bridge and survived and lived to tell the tale, and now tours the country speaking about mental health. And he's a huge mental health advocate as well. He's a, yeah. his story is fascinating as well. And we also have somebody in our um, uh, in Milwaukee that appeared um, on. Um, that documentary, Travis Pipes. Yes, I know Travis Pipes as well. So he's he's actually part of Man to Man. He wants to help us do some some work. So good. Um, he's another good ally to have on the team. Absolutely. As many men, mental health advocates as we can get, the better. Yeah. I feel. And it's decimating all of our communities. So um, if anybody's interested in learning more or wanting to become involved in the Man to Man project. Um, we'd be happy to have your um, your service. Perfect. I'll put your contact information in the description of the podcast so people can check that out. Uh, your book, Freedom from Depression, Six Keys to Eliminating Emotional Pain. Dr. Anthony Paparo, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Okay. We appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you again to Dr. Paparo for coming on the Mental Health Monday podcast this week. Things to be expected this year in Mental Health Monday, we're going to delve into cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, which are great ways with dealing with your anxiety and your depression, post-traumatic stress disorder. I found local Milwaukee filmmakers that have done films on Milwaukee and the suicide rates on the Hohen Bridge. We'll also catch up with Dan Newberry, who's been on a previous Mental Health Monday podcast, and talk about all the amazing things he's doing with the 22 Fitness Foundation. The brain's always going. You got an idea or a suggestion, you can always drop it to me. Find me on any social media outlet. Just look for Riggs Radio. I'll talk to you next time on Mental Health Monday for a Riggs Off the Radio podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day, your nights, your afternoon, your bathroom time, whatever you're doing. Just remember, make good life decisions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.